Hey everyone, welcome to episode 100 of Medusa's Cascade Collateral Damage. I'm your friendly neighborhood DM, Tom. I've got a few things to cover before a quick recap and we can get into the episode. First and foremost, thank you for sticking with us for the last 99 episodes. It's crazy that we've reached 100 episodes. Like, I can't even tell you how bonkers it is that we're at triple digits now. Uh, I know I've been talking about the ARC episodes for the last few weeks or even months, but... Uh, we'll need a little bit more time with those uh, to get those together. So, uh, to make the wait worth it, uh, the next bit of the adventures of Ty and Bosco will be released for your listening pleasure. I promise that the ARC episodes will come out soon. We just need a little more time uh, to get things, you know, tightened up. Uh, if you have the opportunity, please check out our social media accounts. Uh, on most of the major platforms, uh, just search The Medusa's Cascade on the platform and give us a follow. We'll have art and animatics from uh, early phases of the animation project that has been spawned from this campaign. It's some cool stuff and worth your time checking out. Finally, if you're listening on a streaming platform, especially Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please take a couple of minutes to rate, review, and subscribe. doesn't seem like a lot, but it really does help get the uh, podcast out there for other people to discover. And we would really, really appreciate the love and support. Uh, so now the recap. Uh, last time, we found ourselves uh, with the team giving the Stone of Revival to Amina. In this exchange, she reminds them that she has also asked them to help uh, aid Quan and his people in the Glasmeda Isles. Uh, it is also determined that Hoshino is not cursed. Well, at least not in the way that can be removed with a spell. Uh, while this brings a sense of relief to the party, it also results in them having more questions for their new ally. Salix is told that their hut is still intact, and the party agrees to stop and visit on their way up north. Amina lets Zex know that Nymora is safe, and that they are sent back to see just that. The wreckage of the machines that Argyle and Shanks saw is nowhere to be found. Meanwhile, we return to the gem heist with Ty, Bosco, Moors, and... An emerald fucking dragon. That's right. It looked like quite a grim situation as the team tries their best to escape from the dragon's fury. However, the dragon's breath eventually deals a massive hit of psychic damage to Bosco and Ty, and the dragon eventually gets hold of Moors, who was torn into. Ty and Bosco attempt to free Moors with force, but the dragon doesn't seem to want to relinquish their quarry. Reading the situation, Ty makes an effort to plead with the dragon for their lives. Badly injured Moors is put down, but kept close as Bosco and Ty begin their negotiations. Eventually, they make allies with the dragon, who they name Sage. They agree to go after Olmaz and the Infinity Bazaar, and that is where we pick up.
All right, so we're going to pick up, I say, like, what, two or three days at most um, from where we last left off. Uh, out of curiosity, how are you traveling from the Elcook Isles to Macfall? You um, do have an adult dragon with you. Oh my god, can we ride Sage there? <laughs> Bosco would severely, severely be completely 100% against <laughs> that. What, riding a dragon? Riding a dragon, but we're trying to hide, yeah. Well, I mean... it is. They wouldn't expect it, I don't think. But, um... Being off the ground more than, you know, trees height is... Well, you're... You're on uh you're on an island, so Bosco would vote to vote. Alright. Actually let's see. What is what did he pick for spells? Because he's got a pretty high level. He's a pretty like fifteen. He is a pretty high caster. Let's see what he's got for some spells. Not bad. Oh no, he didn't take teleport. No, that's such a good one. Teleport. He's a wizard, right? He is a wizard. TF. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a Harry wizard. You're a Harry wizard, Harry. Didn't know if I had enough defense. My eventual sneak attack. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, I, I added one." <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Had just enough. <laughs> I, I think. I think if Bosco gets another level, I won't have enough defense. <laughs> or D, uh, D6, excuse me. Ah, 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 ah. Where are you? Let us go. Here, I just tried to find the thing. Yes, no? Well, considering most of this is ocean, I would say over the course of the several days. There'd probably have to be a stopover somewhere in order to make it, because it's about a two-day fly, or at least two days' worth of travel. So let's go and take a look at the map. Yeah, we got the pins. I'd say a hop over to NC the first day, and then a hop over to Megfall the second day. Using uh, invisibility at fourth level, casting it when you take off and when you land in your perspective spots, rendering the three of you invisible uh, in his dragon form, he can fly you guys over the course of two days over to uh, Macfall, if that is amicable for you all. 
Bosco is terrified of heights, so y'all better be uh, rolling some pretty high persuasion on getting him on the back of a goddamn dragon that not not two days ago tried to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bringing him closest to death that he's ever been. <laughs> right. Look, this is the fastest way that we can get there. Come on. We've made our peace with him. Let's... Oh, no, 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 no. Me, me, in the, in the big blue sky, we, we do not mix, right? Well, we do not mix. So, oh, you, oh, I'm not getting on that thing in that sky. Sage just gives you, a, like, the side eye look like that thing. And just sort of cocks, cocks her head. They're in, like, full-on dragon form. Uh, dragon. Eye squints a little bit, and then... <laughs> Looks back off in the distance. Oscar's like, is like, uh, you know, wringing his hands a little bit, like, uh, I cut the tension. Look, he didn't kill Maz. He's a part of our plan. If you want him to trust us, we also have to trust him. Well, I really don't care if he trusts me or not. I mean, if he didn't trust you or us, he would have ate us in his lair. Well, that's that's great. It's wonderful. Still, there's not change the fact that you want me to go thousands of feet above of the, the old earth. He stomps his foot on the earth. And the water. So I looks at him, looks back at Sage, pulls out a rope. Just kind of looks at him for confirmation. Invisible. <laughs> Wait, doesn't uh, doesn't Sage Sapien doesn't he have something that can uh, detect people when uh, they're invisible? I forgot exactly what it was, uh, but he has sixty uh, feet of sixty feet of blind sight as a dragon. Sight. So we're going to do a, I'll give you acrobatics against his attacks. He's going to try and sweep out and grab you with his tail. Ooh, nice. Okay. Uh, grab him. That's not good. Twenty-one. Ooh, pretty good. Yeah, I rolled an eight though. I could roll definitely higher. Yeah, that's really that's Sage rolled a two. Ooh. <sighs> so what's his modifier? So it's an eleven total. Mm. So yes. it swings out, you man and Bosco manages to, to duck. You see the tail sort of whip around and curl on some on what you think might be Bosco and just it, it curls up and you hear like out. a like a like a chicken squeak like, it's like <laughs> As he like just managed, barely managed to do. Okay, new plan. Uh, Ty like puts the rope over his neck while he thinks, kind of like in a scarf-like fashion, just kind of holding it. Why don't we just find a boat? What's wrong with a boat? Can I figure out where he's at? In your head, Bosco, you hear Sage say, "They sink." Yeah, well, I can swim. I can't now well fly if you somehow manage to drop me. 
That is what the rope is for. He'll be tied sturdy to this dragon. Can I like locate him since he's talking? Well, he's he's talking in his head to back to uh unless unless Bosco was well, saying no, cause, cause I Bosco's speaking. I have oh, replied, yeah. replied to Ty. Bosco's speaking. Okay, yeah. So um, I'm like I'd say roll perception with disadvantage because you still can't see him. I'm a cat. I have big ears. That's I can great. You locate. Don't, that's that's great. But I also have pretty high stealth, so like Yes, and he's invisible. Well that nineteen sucks now. And I rolled a seventeen. All right. So what is your what is your what is your passive stealth? Because you're at level eleven, so you have reliable talent, Bosco. So what is your stand without even rolling, what is your stealth? Oh yeah, plus my thirteen, just so you know. So I mean I'm sorry, I'm confused. I'm not entirely sure how passive uh so it's stealth. It's, 10, 10 plus and, your it, basically reliable talent works like a passive thing like you're so good at it that it's just knee jerk reaction so okay, uh, so it's like basically like your passive perception is 10 plus your perception modifier your passive stealth would be 10 plus your stealth modifier okay so then my passive is 23 23 okay and yeah. what did you say you rolled a 17 and what's the what's your perception modifier oh uh, perception my five. bad uh, 9 so damn, twenty-six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bosco, if you would yeah. like to, if you would like to roll, the lowest you can roll is a twenty-three for your for your uh, stealth. I usually go passive once you guys are at at eleven. So, so, so you want me to roll for stealth? Yes, just to see because it your passive okay. doesn't beat their roll. Okay, so now but I have if to you roll are tra- as if, if you I'm are trying, trying to hide. To, yes, then yes, I would yeah. say roll your. That gives you your baseline. With reliable talent, you can't roll below a 23 for stuff. I got an 11. All right, so 24. So, well, yes. Well, yeah, 24. So, Ty's stuck. Figures yes. out where I am. Yes, just barely. It takes a second as Bosco was <laughs> talking, but you sort of notice like a almost sort of like just behind like a small bush on the outskirts of this little clearing that you guys are in. You hear Bosco sort of chirping at you. Is he within distance for me to run after? I'd or say like, probably, yeah. Okay, so I kind of like look at Sage and gesture to where like he is, like with a twitch of my ear. Um, kind of like to swoop him up, kind of like, hey, it's over there. You get back in your head. I know. Uh, Look, Bosco, as I walk closer in that area, I'm also going to like, can I roll a perception check to see if I can find his footsteps? Well, you know uh, where that, I am. You know you where. You like, if you, I you can be made aware of like his footsteps just in case. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna say with your perception check that you just made to sort of pinpoint where, they, where he is, I'm feeling like this is sort of like a, unless you lose sight of him, you sort of have sort of uh, like him pinged almost like. Gotcha. You're, you're keyed into where you can see that. where the grass is like bent as I'm standing. Yeah, it, you know? yes, you're noticing the slight, yeah, the slight details. Deviation. All right, plus too, there's that um, that sense of um, what's it called like spatial awareness. You know, you know, like if you're in a dark room and you know someone's behind you, you can almost feel that they're behind you. So I feel like it's also kind of like that as well. So like you know, well, cool. So yeah. Um, Look, Bosco, and I'm saying as I'm playing with my rope, uh, 
I know the boat, you know, sounds way, way easier. Safer, yeah. But I'm walking closer to him. Uh, I just think that we will get to the tavern faster and then you can get all the beer you want sooner. I'm just saying it's the it's the difference between, you know, a boat and a dragon. I wanted to say jet, but that'd be metagaming. But yeah. I, I'd, be, I'd be willing if you if you want to like roll a uh, like a persuasion check. I'd be, totally willing, I'd be totally willing to take that like that is you that know, was good. That was good. At yeah. least Waiting. a little sense to Bosco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, roll on. Nineteen. If you want to roll a charisma saving throw, if, if you're not sure if Bosco would go for it, I would say you could do that. Is it? It was a persuasion. Nineteen, 19 plus six. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, plus six. Okay. My bad. I got it. I got an. I got a nineteen even. So yeah. Okay. Dang, that would have been great. No, no that was like pretending <laughs> like it was. <laughs> uh, Rollies. No. Oh man, I wish I could drink myself silly before I get up in the air. He turns on invisible. <sighs> All right, but I'm uh, tying the knot. <laughs> As you wish, you, and he just you, like tightens the rope. You hear Sage say in your head. That is doable, and he sort of reaching it reaches into like this little bag of holding that he had. It looks tiny in his, in his big like <laughs> claws, and he pulls out this little jug, and you recognize it to be an alchemy jug. Oh, that! Oh, well, thank you, big bag. And, and he just nods his head and hands it over to you. Oh, oh, sets it down. Now, which one of these things is the is the golden one I'm looking for, eh? How much, uh, how much, what is it, beer or ale? Yeah, I'd say just for shits and gigs, if you, if, if Bosco has a preference of what he wants, like if he wants like a, a gallon of mead, he can have a gallon of mead if he wants. So a simple, yeah, like yeah. A simple booze. Yeah. And you, and you watch as he just, just chugs and chugs for like two minutes, taking a couple breaths. Roll me a couple constitution saving throws. I will. I will until <laughs> until he gets drunk enough to be <laughs> hey, roll no, one. Not one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the first roll is a nat one. Dude. So that would be a two. <laughs> you come up after this fucking del deluser of, of mead. Like half of it went onto the ground, like it just he's <laughs> just like pouring a bucket of mead onto his just face. <laughs> As he finishes the, his his big swig, Bosco's definitely got a, a like a, a stagger to him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Oh, you're tired. spot. He kind of like stumbles over to Sage. <laughs> Sage moves his head sort of over so you can just like sort of walk up on to him. Oh, 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 oh. 
kind of like, he kind of like slowly like crawls, you know, <laughs> uh, hand foot by hand foot, just all right. <laughs> if you could tie me up to eyes, be great. Oh, I can't quite see in single no more. It's three of them. Four now. Yeah. Kai just follows right behind him, shaking his head as he stumbles up the dragon, twirling his rope lasso style as he goes. In one full swoop, he just like whoosh, wraps the whole thing around him. There you go, buddy. Ah, oh, it's nice. Yeah, you know, you're not such a bad cat if you weren't so smelly. No. If you were more smiley. Yeah, that's what I mean. You just gotta smile more, yeah? Enjoy life. I just says, just kind of like points at Bosco's forehead, leaning him back. And that's. He, he like crosses his eyes and. Ugh. Just kind of like. <laughs> he kind of just back. like. It kind of just lays there. <laughs> Ty, Ty shrugs his head as he walks like the opposite direct, like towards uh, Sage's head to kind of like sit on the the top, the crown of his head. Sit on the ridge. Yeah. yeah, the ridge, the ridge of his head and just uh, that fool. I'm always smiling. I'm damn near a Cheshire cat. You hear, uh, both of you hear, and you, uh, Bosco, you feel this because this is like a, a belly laugh almost, but just like, you just. <laughs> oh, the ground is moving. This is a great day for Bosco. Hold on, little one. And he just sort of pushes off, and this, the wings are. <laughs> and uh, you actually hear. Uh, is it? I just want to make sure he's got. Excellent. Uh, he uh, says a small incantation, and uh, you feel you see like this sort of shimmer. You can still see Sage and Bosco, but as you fly up, you don't sort of. No one seems to notice you. You do see like small fields with like villages and stuff, and these small uh, islands as you begin to ascend, and eventually you get out into open ocean, and it's ocean for a little while like you really don't see anything besides just the waves just the steady sort of beating after a little while it just starts sort of gliding you get up a little bit higher and you're almost sort of taking up like the the almost sort of like the jet stream for lack of a better term using the different thermals and stuff to sort of glide so he's not constantly flapping his wings um this sits for like roughly like three or four hours before you see land ahead of you. You guys go, yeah, is dur- Bosco dur- going to be out? Yeah. <laughs> well, during that time, uh, Bosco starts singing in Halfling, which is surprisingly, ta- uh, surprisingly decent for how bad of a, a singer he is. Or hey, roll. how drunk he is. I me. say roll for per, uh, performance. <laughs> Disadvantage? You are, you're- Actually, I would say just judging on Bosco himself, I feel like Bosco drunk is just that much more catchy. Let's, I'd say roll performance with advantage. 
Awesome. Hell yeah. His movement is totally impaired, but he's he's just a nice guy. He's he's a great guy to be around when he's hammered. Sixteen, not bad. Nice. I just wanted to get him the role. Oh yeah. Fant- <laughs> just Fant- like, excuse the role. Fantastic melody. What, what what does he say? Is it like a, a shanty tune? Shanty. Or? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's very much like a shanty. Uh, Out of curiosity, you don't have to give me like the actual lyrics to the song, but like, what's the song about? I'm gonna be a bard soon. <laughs> well, just just that one level in the bard, because why not? No, <laughs> uh, I'd say it'd probably be about the bazaar and not not the murdering times. You know, very broad of times that he found himself to be just enjoying the moment with Yiza or uh, doing whatever he did as a performance for the the circus, enjoying in those moments, you know. But as used very broad terms, you know. <clears throat> right on. But it's also in halfling. So, Ty, do you speak halfling? No, I don't I, think so. I do not. I speak common uh, thieves can't and uh, celestial and tabaxi <laughs> mm-hmm. for three episodes. I still think you should speak tabaxi, even though it's not really. I mean, like we can make up a tabaxi language. I'm cool with that. Uh, so I was just like randomly hissing and meowing at people, and the reactions are great. <laughs> but it's closer to like you ever see you ever seen a cat like spot a, a bird chirping. or a squirrel outside, and then yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a great. That's what it was. <sighs> But yeah, the language it is very much like a uh, it's almost as if it was made to be sung in a sort of jovial sea shanty like, you know, the elves language, you know, you can imagine it's very beautiful and very lilting, whereas this is very, uh, you know, kind of like how they sing uh, the Green Dragon in, in Lord of the Rings, you know bar you know bar song language so it sounds good even if you don't understand the letters mm-hmm. it makes kind of want to like tap a foot you know with the you know <laughs> with the imagined beat yeah. <coughs> and the shanty would actually make a lot of sense seeing as he's from the rally keys and those are primarily like mm-hmm. fishing and, and island island villages and whatnot so Right. Oh, it yeah. also makes sense why he wanted to go on a boat so much. I wouldn't be surprised if like his family were like fishermen. Oh, that or... is really interesting. Yeah, maybe like it, he has just like a small calling to the sea. He doesn't know what it is because he doesn't know his parents or his family, but he can't escape that. Just wants to set foot on a boat. That's amazing. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> Thank you very much for that bit of <clears throat> inspiration. As Ty hear him sing a little bit, he just kind of like whips out his lyre and just um, kind of shrums every once in a while, softly enough for him not to hear it. Though doesn't he doesn't want Bosco to hear, but perhaps Sage might. I don't know. Or y'all can roll for it if you would like. Sage doesn't say anything. He seems sort of content flying right now. Bosco doesn't hear anything, <laughs> but his own voice. <laughs> 
That was a five plus. I think I got like what? Oh, it was a ten. Not bad. Okay. Well, no, no, it's a fifteen because I got proficiency. That's right. I've got that. Uh, that is a that is a handy thing to have. You know, everything's a base ten if you mm-hmm. have proficiency. That's really neat. Yeah, reliable talent's a wonderful thing. I think I get it next level. Oh no, you get it this level. I did. If you're you if you're a, if you're eleven, 11. in rogue, then you get it at eleven. So mm-hmm. how come it hasn't shown up on my uh, on my sheet though? <clears throat> or do Look I just it. have to know that? You just know that's but it's a thing. Look in features and traits. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. So any anything that oh. you have a dot or like a bullseye around, yeah. that that is a base ten. You cannot roll below a ten for any of those rolls. So like your stealth, you automatically roll a twenty three. Nice. So if you want to go higher than that, just roll. I mean, damn, I, you... I don't have to roll for any proficiencies, really. Like the like uh, any uh, expertise. Higher, higher up, probably, maybe. I mean, like, oh yeah, I'm still gonna roll. Oh, <laughs> still, I know you're gonna. I, know I you're still gonna want to. I mean, but you don't have to if you don't want to. I'm like, but it's, it's really like, nice to say that you got a net, you got a 23 when you haven't even rolled yet. You know, yeah. Doing acrobatics checks a 23 is amazing. That's, yeah, that's pretty. <clears throat> It'll just be like to double check. <laughs> yeah, if you want to do something even cooler, then it's like roll that for me instead of just taking the passive. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Always better oh, to roll and <clears throat> take the passive if you roll too low. I totally mm. forgot. Well, good thing we didn't really do anything yet. Well, there you that go. that requires me to use those. <laughs> All right, so maybe after another couple of hours of, of this, you manage to you feel Sage start to descend. And uh, eventually it comes down into, you sort of see as you're coming up to this island, this is the island of NC. Um, NC, if I remember, I'm just going to make sure I have the... Yes. Uh, NC is a um primarily a human settlement um however there is obviously like a, a smattering of different races that are there um it is home to one of the few um like what's the word i'm looking for uh it's it, it's one of the few places where there's like public education on a higher level they have uh, uh like a a university of sorts uh, that is on NC that is run by the leader of uh, this particular uh, island as Iwi is sort of just a bunch of factions of islands that are at war or either neutral um, uh, by an amethyst dragon known as Saurus the Chosen. So you sort of go off, uh, you see the university sort of at one end uh, by the sort of, uh, there's a small uh, ridge of mountains uh, towards the uh, uh, southwestern uh, portion of NC, and you are heading more towards the uh, northeastern corner. Uh, Thickly wooded, just a, pretty much a, a, a forested, pretty much from where you came, basically where you came from. It looks pretty damn close. Um, eventually, find a clearing, and he sort of 
almost sort of like helicopter style, just and then drops down onto the ground. It's about that's a little bit before dusk at this point. Maybe got about an hour before uh, sunset. As you guys land on the island of NC. Perhaps we should set a fire and make a camp here. Um, Bosco? Bosco's sound asleep by the end of it. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Sorry, I thought I said that. I might have been muted when I did. That's oh, all good. That's perfect. <laughs> that's, uh, actually, that's perfect right there. He kind of just like sang himself to sleep. You kind of hear the <laughs> deep snores. Oh, that's beautiful. It's perfect. All right, so Ty lights up a fire, makes camp. Uh, probably should. I well, can I take a rest on the dragon? Would I have been able to take a rest on the dragon? Because I'm actually wanna, at twenty. Yeah, if you wanted to uh, take a long rest while that was happening, I would say you definitely could. Awesome. All right, cool. And Bosco's in the middle of his. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Uh, after see. you pull him off as well uh, uh, Sage is going to uh, shapeshift back into his dragonborn form and uh, basically just look at you and say that you slept now it's my turn alright uh, Ty creates a fire and like a tent or whatever kind of parks Bosco up in tent or near, like leaning lean him against a nearby tree or whatever mm-hmm. uh, and yeah I allow the dragon to sleep I'll oh. take I guess I'll take first well all watches at this point well if you want to wake Bosco up for a watch he'll, he should I, be fine after he sleeps it off well he's Ty's had his full rest. Yeah, I'm good. Bosco's, oh, Ty already had. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Bosco. Uh, Bosco was not the only one who fell asleep on the dragon. Gotcha. <laughs> um, so I'll say, maybe a couple hours into uh, the evening is when Bosco sort of startles awake. You get a, you get those post-drinking sort of like oh. rumbling in your tummy. That you're just like, I need some food in my belly right now, or it's all coming up. Yeah. <laughs> he starts eating what rations he got. Or do I have rations? Yes, I do. One rations. day. I is like chilling by the fire, just tuning uh, his lyre, looking up at the moon, not singing or anything, just kind of jamming, maybe like to whatever listening to the crickets and kind of like matching metally me- metal <laughs> uh metally oh my god can't even um and every once in a while he'll rub his legs together to match the cricket sounds just kind of making some type of <laughs> angelic sound but yeah stage is out cold yeah, I know you're knocked out. Bosco, just munching, I guess. Munching on some grindage. Cool. How how well do you think he'd get over this, uh, or whether or not he'd have a hangover? 
<laughs> from waking up. Um, I feel like Bosco isn't an alcoholic, but he, he knows his way around booze. We'll do this. Uh, even to odds. Uh, do odds. You do have slight a slight bit of a hangover. Uh, that's all. That was a lot of mead. You you basically drank a, a halfling's worth of mead. Um, so mm-hmm. this was not unforeseen, but uh, you've yeah. had worse. You've definitely, I've had, definitely worse. had worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know how to put it? No way, right? Just rubbing the sleep out of his eyes. He's. I do know that. I don't recall you being part of the musical act. Uh, Taya Brumpley stops in like a fashion where like you can hear that a key was off. Mm-hmm. Like, like oh, you're you're awake. Um, no, this was uh, given to me by uh, a druid. She was uh, the queen of her land, apparently. Uh, I. Met a queen. That's that's pretty, a queen and a dragon, right? Uh, yeah, they were pretty cool people, and um, she gave me this, and she also gave me enough money to buy my freedom from uh, Omas. So, bought your freedom. Why did come get you back? I was told you ran away. No, that was a lie. Um, me and Omas had a deal. Uh-huh. He said that if I bought him 50,000 platinum, I would <laughs> I would be able to, well, maybe, maybe 50,000 gold. Let me just back that up. I don't think I'm worth 50,000 platinum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, he told me if I gave him 50 thousand gold i would be able to buy my freedom we had a contract and everything but i guess i was just a naive kid um i had no idea that he would uh turn against his word i know the type of guy he was but i really thought that there was a chance that i can honestly leave this place and you know outside of a box a queen she paid she gave you fifty thousand gold to pay for your freedom yeah we were childhood friends um she's a queen now but when i met her she was just a princess who really loves coming to see the circus. She, uh, I met her when I was first there at the circus. Um, her family, she would pull up in like an entourage of people, and her, uh, her knight was the, uh, the dragon born that I was telling you about. He's a cool dude. Um, at first, you know, they didn't want me and i just kind of like pull out my clothes like someone as poor as me to be uh talking to her but she was very friendly and she never treated me less than and she always clapped at my performances you got, you got to respect 
people in power who uh, stay the same. Yeah. And uh, she came to the performances. I'm pretty sure she saw a few of yours, too. Uh, yeah, probably, but many faces and names. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, her name was... Dang, now i got to think of a name. I feel like I did have a name for her. I want to be honest. You tell me her name, you're going to have to tell me again another time. Especially <laughs> when I'm feeling a little hungover. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But that's... Well, yeah, that's yeah. that's where I got this. Um, Impressive. Yeah, you know, not all of us are uh, singers like yourself. <laughs> oh, I ain't no singer. I could tell you that much. <clears throat> yeah. uh -huh. Speaking. Speak, speaking of adventures that I don't know about, well, I'm curious what uh, what you got up to when you uh, bought your freedom, supposedly. Uh, I joined a, a group. Um, I honestly don't know what I was doing in that group, but I was bought by... Uh, well, I was my... I was selling my services um, uh, to this person called the Journeyman. They had a mission for me, and I joined up with another group. But the mission that I was told I was there for and what they were actually doing seemed a little bit more advanced than what I was told. Um, they were talking about the realms colliding, and lots of stuff and one of our party members got stolen by this constable person who actually took me as well uh it was a bit of a it was really hard to keep up honestly your realms realms no 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 right r a l m s realms that realms. you said were colliding yes now, now I aren't too book smart. Never really got, never really spoke to me. You know, I'm gonna do a lot of concentrating and reading, real boring stuff. But uh, what they like the uh, different planes like that that we travel to and uh, bizarre. Yeah, those very same planes, apparently. Yeah. Now, I ain't no expert on no plane colliding, but that seems like a pretty big deal. And, uh, pretty serious. I would think Bosco would know the different, uh, three planes already. He, um, Bosco would know that there are other planes and you have traveled to other planes, but you've mainly been on Iwi for a long chunk of, as long as you've been with the, Bizarre. Bizarre. And you to be to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, even if we did travel to other planes, he ain't gonna sit there asking the names. He's just gonna be like, "Cool, we're in a different plane, whatever that means." 
It doesn't really ponder. Didn't really ponder it. Like one of these, like this plane, is it going to collide? The yeah. One around there. Yeah, this plane, the next, and uh, one other. So hold about hold three different planes are going to <coughs> collide together. I I don't really. When know. is this happening? They said, I think it was like about a hundred and five days when I left. I don't roll me roll me a history check. All right. Yeah. yeah. That was an eleven plus. I don't think I have any. Nope, eleven. I don't remember. I feel like it was a little bit more than 105 days, but like you were at, at that point, I think they had said some roughly just under six months, six or months. just under just under five months, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. So uh, just under six months or five. Um, I, again, I don't know how true this is. Okay, I just met these people. From what I understand, me and the the elf with personal Ill issues that I was roomed with for so long. Yeah. They, they're just, I don't know. Maybe they could be crazy, but. Uh, did now, was it this journeyman that you? I told you about it. Yeah. Well, no, the journeyman did not no. tell me about that. He only told me about the mission that we were supposed to do. What? She, she, she right. No worries. Pronouns. Um, yeah, so. What well, and how did you find out that the realms were colliding? They spoke about it under campfire. Who? Members of the group. Vasca kind of like clutches his head. He's like. Oh, this is a lot of people going in my brain. Uh, and I didn't even name names. Members of the group that you joined to do the mission from the journeyman, right? I get that right? They yep. were speaking about realms collapsing. Yeah. <clears throat> so, the journeymen themselves didn't say anything about it. And you don't but know where they heard it? <clears throat> I have to say, the people that they faced against um, also kind of confirmed those things. Seems like they're on this... Wow, that's a lot of people that's confirming that these realms are going to collide. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I would like to stop that from happening, you know, consider I'm one of the dumbasses that live on it, you know what I'm saying? I honestly can't tell you how to even get to them, but... Well, kinda... of course, but like maybe we should maybe that should be something we should you know think about maybe I know we got our own thing going on but like we may have our own thing but if the realms collapse only no one's got anything you know you, you understand like yes, everyone's dead I completely understand I just hope that I was hoping that since I'm here and I'm kind of stuck they're in a whole nother realm the only way we can possibly get to them is to use the uh the infinity bazaar we need some type of portal so the only other thing that i have is this coin and i take out the medusa's uh, token the journeyman told me if i ever have to contact him this is a one-time thing and from the rest of the group i don't want to just waste it because apparently some of them did and i don't want to be that group this this is pretty valuable 
Um, it's like a one-way type of thing. So perhaps when we get the Infinity Bazaar, then I can contact the journeyman and possibly even meet up with the rest of the group and stop the worlds from colliding. Right. From what I understand, Omaz works for the constable and the constable is one of the people who are uh, kind of making this whole collision thing happen between the realms. So I feel like... I- I mean, we should let right Sage in that too. Definitely. Just, whenever whenever he wakes up. That seems pretty important. Bosco. <coughs> yeah. Roll me an insight check. Yeah. Just want to see if Bosco hits a, f- figures something out here. I've got 20. Not nice. 20. Yeah. Plus five. You so have this insane moment of clarity where it's just like, that must be why. Olmaz went to grab Ty if the bazaar is working for the constable then they are not going to be here when these planes collide he was so the constable is the one causing those realms like to collide yes with your nat with the nat 20 that 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 well I'm just I like I am also struggling just a little bit just to try and figure out how it... So, the constable is trying to collapse the realms. The journeyman told Ty and his friends that they were on a different mission, but they found out about it? Oh, I'm, I'm actually just trying to play in Ty's mind because he wouldn't actually yeah. fully know everything that's going on. I'm not trying to metagame, mm-hmm. yeah. but from what you understand, this group is sent by the journeyman to make sure that the uh, that the planes do not collide. Okay, so um, that is their mission. Yes, that is their mission. Gotcha, but, gotcha. But the, the mission that Ty was on, he didn't actually know that. Like, I think gotcha, the journeyman yes. gave him some other type of thing. The journeyman, I believe, basically said, basically said, if you help me with this, I will help you with the Infinity Bazaar. Yeah. That was, ba- like, it was very, very vague. vague. Very vague. Um, so... For for just for for you for him to wrap uh-huh. your head around this, essentially think of the journeyman as the doctor and the constable as the master. If you are familiar with Doctor Who at all, a little bit, I get what you're saying. Um, so yes, okay. the the constable gotcha. is like the big bad. The constable this is the big bad. Is the big is the big bad, and Olmaz is one of I'll say with the natural twenty. You can realize that maybe Olmaz is like one of the potentially one of the underlings of this constable dude. Oh, and that would make sense too that, to make sure the constable isn't also in any of these realms when they collide. Mm-hmm. Well, he's having access to the Infinity Bazaar that can teleport anywhere. He oh. should be fine. He's aware of it. Like, actually, the Infinity Bazaar is probably the safest place to be. So, oh, yeah, that's why I'm trying to get back in there and, and- take it over. Ironically, Bosco realizes this is probably why Omas went and plucked Ty back out because he wants Ty back in the bazaar. He sees him as valuable. He's willing to take the money. And he took uh-huh. the money and he let him go. But he sees Ty as valuable. And doesn't he want sees Ty as valuable. Die. Exactly. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's this weird sort of like <laughs> you're my thing. 
And, you know, it's 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 not the it's not a a love parental. Thing. It's not a love oh, thing. No. It's like it's you are a, a valuable. You're asset more useful to me alive, alive, than alive. Dead. Yeah. Dead. So, okay. I, so okay. yeah, Bosco has this epiphany of all of these things. Like it just sort of like oh shit, it all actually like lined yeah, up together. Yeah, yeah. Bosco just like claps both hands to his forehead. Like oh my god, it's all making sense now. That's why I almost wanted you. You're more valuable, not in a realm that's going to be smushed than not. But that makes me wonder, is Omar's in cahoots with that constable fella you were talking about? My God, I really think that you should drink all the time because this is <laughs> the most sense that you've made. <laughs> And then Ty just kind of like holds his face. Yes, yes. It's like <laughs> oh, oh, my head, my head, my head. Watch that. Oh. <clears throat> Got it. You did it. Do you know how this this group was planning on going about stopping the constable? Maybe, maybe just a little idea, so that when we're done with our thing, we can get there. Maybe through the infinity bazaar, and retrace their steps to meet up with them. Because I think definitely it would be really nice to have, you know, a whole party of blokes when assaulting the Infinity Bazaar, then, you know, just us and the dragon. No offense to the dragon. I uh, I pinch the bridge of my nose, just like, and just kind of like growl a little bit. This group was all over the place. They had their own agendas. I don't think they fully understand how or what they need to do to prevent the collision. I just know that they're working on it, I guess. Well, well, I mean, like you said, you can contact the gentleman through the coin, right? Is that what you're saying? It's a one-time thing. A oh, one-time thing. Right, right. They yeah. did, however, speak <clears throat> of uh, these daughters of creation. Now, I didn't hear too much about it. But from what I understand is uh, there are different daughters, uh, daughters of the, like, void uh fire different elements the uh i believe it's about six i don't know if ty would fully know that or not but i'm just going to name a few um and uh i think they're trying to find these daughters or they might have some in their party they don't fully know and uh them combined with their boons which are like magical weapons uh, they plan to take on the constable and uh, prevent the worlds from colliding, the uh, the realms. All right. Yeah. Yeah, those few weeks were really intense. Oh, can I imagine? Learning about all this? Good lord. I can barely well, well, at least we know what we can do once we're done with our own. You know, being hunted and on it, all that jazz. <clears throat> but the Infinity Bazaar is definitely where we need to go. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, we can't do it by ourselves. That's my own two cents. Well, and like I said previously, if you know blokes who can, you know, have a help, get a, you know, teleporting bazaar. Eight is better, or however many is better than just us. Very true. It's kind of hard to take on a whole circus of uh, advanced fighters and (laughs) blokes, blokes, as you say. Uh, 
I do have a plan. Um, I wanted to wait until Sage wakes up before I just tell y'all and also like inform him of uh, what we talked about as well. But uh, you know what? I'll tell it to you and then we'll just, I'll just like for when Tommy, when, when Sage wakes up, we'll just say we're okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you will, you can relay this plan to Sage when he wakes up. Right. You got a plan. Right. Bosco takes out a little note paper. <clears throat> All right. Give it to All me right. slowly. Right. Slowly. All right. So from what I understand, he's going to send somebody after me. And now I think the first few, I don't know who he'll send. But from my previous understanding, he'll send someone low level for the first two people he'll send. And then I think like around the third person, he's definitely going to send your buddy. She's a. And I'm hoping oh, yeah. maybe maybe we can convince her or you more so than me, of course, to join our cause. Those first two dudes, though, the first two people we have to make sure they don't go back to the circus. I think I might. I was there a little bit longer than you. I think I might have an idea who they're going to send. Okay. Let me know. I don't know these new guys. I just know that he's going to send the three. Uh, I forget the name of the. I forget the first one. You didn't write it down. I know you wrote the second one down because we weren't on call, but you said it in voice. Last oh time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, let me pull that up. Just because I, I want to write it down as well, just so that I have, you know, the list. Uh, there's a Kenku named Chitter. Chitter, Kenku. Is he a rogue? Right. Yes. Straight up assassin. On. And the second one was foil, right? The artificer. Yep. Warforged artificer. And now, would it would it be Yiza, Ty's friend, and then? No, uh, it it's gonna okay. be the the two. Oh wait, wait, yeah, Yeza, my friend, then Colossus at the end. Uh, those are, yeah, those are. I referred to them as the three. We used to be the four, but yeah. UNT. And you would know that too. You would know them. Yeah. The three. Four. What is the name of your friend? Die. I keep forgetting. I'm sorry, Tommy. I do know Colossus is at the end. No worries. It's a very strange name because it is a traditional Harringan name. Cool. Shah Esroya. Shah Esroya. Can I, um, I, I was debating this. If we can be called Tiger and Bunny, like she refers to me, if that's like a. Yeah, if you want to call Shah Bunny, that's yeah. totally fine. Like that's a, that's the name that I, um, my nickname for her when we were friends. Mm-hmm. That works. Cool, cool. And what are they? Harringan. Uh, uh, let's or, sorry. see. Uh, Harringan is a monk. Monk. That's right. That's right. Monk. Acrobat. They worked at the Ty and gotcha. Shaw were like a, a duo team on like trapeze and tightrope and stuff like that. 
actually i saw her as a um as a magician originally she was even though she was a monk her actual thing was like well she's way of she is way of the shadow so yeah she can she can appear and disappear at different things and because she's agile and a monk she can like up to, she can run up walls and stuff like that so like it could appear as magic but also an acrobat i sort of had sort of like uh ooh, what's ooh. the what's uh, her name uh either of you watch uh what is it called uh, shadow and bone on netflix i do no, not i did not either bought- of you ever read the that series or the six of crows series i bought the the books for no. me and i never watched i never read them there's a character named Inej in that story, by far one of my favorite characters, but very heavily modeled, at least off of that, off of her character. If you want to look up who Inej is, it's pretty much what I had in mind for Shah. Cool. All right, so Shah. And then the last one is, what was his Colossus. name? Colossus. Colossus. He's a barbarian uh, Leonin. He's the, yep, he's the strong man. Yes, I can't wait to see him rage out on us. <laughs> uh, <coughs> so yeah, I know that I, I don't know who the first two are going to be, but if uh, two of the low yeah, Level. Bosco. Bosco would let you know that the ones that he he kind of assumes is would be the ones that they send. All right. Cheater foil user Australia and Colossus. What a Molly crew they make. That's all right. Our plan is just to get uh, Shiza and uh, Shah to join us, and. Uh, I'm thinking after Shaw, if if things work well with Shaw, we might not have to face uh, Colossus. Um, perhaps that can be our ticket back into the Affinity Bazaar, and uh, we can take them from the inside out. So, hey, it might be a will be a really good plan to do. Uh, I'll be go to back in. I'm really tired. Uh. <laughs> Been doing a little thinking tonight. Kind of just rolls over. Classic Bosco. So maybe like an hour or so after this conversation finally ends, after all of the explaining and whatnot, uh, the sun does eventually rise, and. Uh, Sage wakes up. You give him the rundown of your plan and what to be expecting, and just very stone faced, just sort of nods, sort of taking it all in. You can sort of see like the wheels turning in their head, like trying to calculate what's going on, and very cerebral. Um, and uh, looks at both of you and says, uh, Shall we? Yes. Do I need to retrieve the jug? Ah, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Don't want that headache again. It was a little, it's a little brutal this morning. That sun's quite bright, you know. It is. 
and he sort of shapeshifts back into a, an adult emerald dragon and telepathically tells you to hop on, essentially. Oscar ties himself up. <laughs> I'm tied down now. Yeah, he, he definitely knots it way more than it needs to be. Well, he definitely ties it way more than it needs to be, especially way more than Ty did yesterday. He didn't care yesterday. This day, he's like, whoosh. he like wraps it around one thigh, ties it, wraps it around the other thigh, ties it down, wraps it around his waist once, ties it down across both shoulders, ties it down. He's like, all right, I'm good to go. <laughs> Ty jump on to the same spot. Yep. Ty uh, goes to uh, the head of the dragon. Chills out there. All right. You see uh, Sage perform the same incantation. You feel that sort of shimmer over you, and he <sighs> flies off. And essentially, it's the same, almost the same exact sort of look. You do see more of the uh, other islands. Like you see, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you see uh, Felvalora sort of off to the western part, and you begin to see. Uh, some of the enclave, uh, some of the smaller bits around, and you eventually, after maybe a little less time, uh, maybe two or three hours sort of in the ocean, you start seeing the enclave, and eventually you see the larger island of Mechfall with a couple of ridged mountains sort of in the middle of this larger island. Um, and you, as, as you descend, you sort of see a sort of a little bit more industrialized sort of port town, which is Gamsby, which is where you're headed. So, uh, during the trip, what are you guys doing? Just hanging or was Bosco holding on for his, his life? Bosco is very quiet this time. Just <laughs> uh, I guess Ty would ask more about uh, Sage's adventures or travels, like since he's been awake. Well, up, up before he awoke, like, what? Okay. Ty looks at Sage or kind of taps him a little bit and says, So, uh, when was the last time you were up? You hear him sort of, hmm. I've been awake this whole time. Well, obviously not all of the time. But I have not moved in the last several hundred years. Wow. That's, that's been a while. Hmm. It yeah. feels like less. But also like an eternity. Hmm. It is good to see the world again. I just kind of goes quiet after that and just thinks to themselves, uh, dang, uh, actually, I'll, I'll actually ask this. Um, do you have any family that's still around or do you dragons not care about your family? 
not close to the limit. We are typically solitary creatures. We must get lonely, no? Lonely, no. Boring, sometimes. Sometimes it takes a couple of thieves to get you interested in the world again. He sort of cocks his head back a little bit, like you can see the eyes sort of like look back towards you. Ty throws him his classic uh, Cheshire smile, kind of like a grin, kind of like a devious smirk. And then like, just kind of enjoy the breeze. It will be nice to see how the technology has advanced. That it will. I wonder if the tower still stands. Do I know what tower he's talking about? It's not any that rings a bell offhand. Like there's no famous tower in the realm that everyone would... (laughs) No, this is sort of an enigma to you. Like you know Iwi pretty well. You have traveled pretty extensively with the uh with the bazaar, and so would Bosco. Bosco would be able to hear this as he's pretty deep and grumbly, so uh neither of you uh, know what tower he's speaking of. Tower? I ask curiously. Yes, the tower in the back part of the enclave there's no tower in the back part of the enclave from what I remember you have not looked huh there are many great things here many great things that have been lost and forgotten from what you describe with these what was it daughters of creation seem to remember tale of such a thing yes it's a It's in a storybook. Everyone kind of knows that. But growing up, I thought it was only fiction, but this group that I was with, they spoke about it. And um, I like to think of myself uh, as a good judge of character. I have to know when people are bullshitting, you know, in my line of work, especially. I really don't think they were bullshitting or at least they don't know that they believed it if it is a lie they believed it and I do too the reason I bring this up I recall 
a religion of the past. The creator spirits. The ones who created things before there were things. They were eight, not six, if I remember. Huh? One of the weave, one of the divine, the arcane, of the void, of the light, of the vine, waves, flame, and seas. I can't write that fast. (laughs) I'll repeat. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So the first one is the weave. The weave. Which do either of you know what the weave is? In I do know reference to the to D and D lore. I do very. I I love everything to do with the weave. It's so fascinating. Uh, Frim, would you like to explain what the weave is to Ty? So the weave is is like a network for magic and how magic works. Every you know every spell you are coaxing the weave to create these natural, almost like a you know lightning strike a tree it causes a fire. It, it is nature, but you are causing it to happen without you know the one in a million chances of it happening. Similarly, like the areas of like no magic is where either the weave has been severely damaged or places of wild magic are also, you know, the weave has been damaged or uh, used wrongly in some way. That is the, that is the, you know, the quick and easy version of it. Okay. So you have the weave, the divine. Divine. Uh-huh. The uh, light, the void, the flame, the winds, the waves, and the vines. Okay. He goes on to explain there is a tower appears to be an old defunct wizard's tower but the convergence of the weave is very strong It is more than likely what has pushed Mechfall and the Enclave in the direction that it has gone. I've seen it only but once. It lies in a place that is hidden on the edge of your vision. Not quite there not quite gone it's a very strange place Mm 
Well, uh, you say it's the convergence of what now? The, the wave. wave, right? The abilities uh, that you use, little one. Yeah. Your knives that you summon is a product of the weave. Right. You have and tapped into it and are able to produce your knives through a mastery of the weave, whether you are aware of it or not. And what significance does this place have in accordance to anything? I'm not sure. You mentioned... You just remember it. You, when he sort of gestures, sort of like nudges his head towards Ty, well, like up, so Ty just sort of feels the feels his head and his neck go up. You had mentioned these daughters and that they were looking for them. Perhaps this is a place you should look. Right. Find them at a Bosco pulls out his little paper and he's very tr- like trying to write it with his charcoal pencil, but like the wind and everything is like kind of like not <laughs> <laughs> so. It is just a suggestion. Will that take us off course, Tommy? Or is it like in the same uh, general place where we were headed? Uh, if you are looking at the map, it is the farthest uh-huh. most northwest island. It's a little tiny island. Let me double check the map. Should be under the pin messages. Or yeah, you also have the Discord, which means. Yeah, I'm looking at the Discord. Yeah, I'll be pulling Bosco. I'll be pulling you into the Discord probably this week. At some point. Uh, what did I? All right, so it's. I'm so sorry. What is it called again? Uh, it is in the Macfall Enclave, and it is in the back. It is the most northwest of the clusters gotcha. of island around Macfall. Mm. Right next to Dalthrum, the top uh, one there. Uh, yeah. no, actually, it is uh the, the one like right next said, to the name. Yeah, the one that's the closest to um, like the map name for. Yeah. Okay, that one and that has a little that little symbol there on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. So we are, aren't we? Uh, sorry, I forgot where we were traveling to already. You we're McFall, traveling right to Mechfall. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, you're traveling to Mechfall to the, so, to the so actual small town. The- that's okay, like maybe so another half. It's like maybe another half day's uh, flight. We're, we're to gonna island. we're gonna head to Mechfall. For sure, and For then sure. after after Macfall, yeah, I don't <clears> see why not. I don't see why we Check can't it out, go there. See where it goes. Perhaps we'll meet the uh, second assassin there, but um, I don't think that deviates too far from our plans. No, because like we don't really have quite too much of a plan for the first two anyway. With it being just another thief, an assassin, and assassin. then and then the artificer, which who knows? Maybe if this is a hidden place, maybe it's best that we stay out of you know. Things yeah. that can go funky. Yeah. But hey, 
we'll find out. <laughs> you shall. All right. So eventually you guys make your way down. Again, you feel this sort of shimmer and along the outskirts of this very large, uh, very much metallic. Uh, this is a lot of steel and glass and stone. Uh, there's very little like timber. So you can like it is forested, well forested around it. But you can definitely tell that it, there's been like the mining of ores from the mountains that sort of like crop up behind it. Um, it is a, a large bustling sort of metropolis almost on this on this little island on the coast. Uh, there are all sorts of different types of uh, sailing vessels as well as you can see uh, airships as well sort of taking up from uh, from like tower ports as well. Um, you guys would all be, you, you both would be very, would recognize the different forms of transportation. They basically have like horseless carriages that run on uh, different types of uh, arcane clockwork. Um, this is very much like an arcane punk sort of feel yes. to it. So okay. like slightly more modern um, mm-hmm. still have the fantasy and the magic elements to it, but it is still, it is very much a little bit more familiar to what you would know now. So think like I want to say like this is like like 1940s, 1950s sort of technology almost. So like they do have basic stuff like they have the uh, devices that you know you can it's not like a sending spell or like it's not like a, a sending stone it's a little bit more you know like they have crystals that you can use to mm-hmm. contact one another um there are public forms of transportation including like uh you know like uh trolley cars and uh essentially for lack of a better term uh, like i said horseless carriage or cars they have buses they have ships they have like monorails like speed trains and stuff like that like this is very well uh probably the higher end of technology on this particular uh set of islands um you guys also know mechfall wise uh that they are also one of the leading uh producers of uh mech sort of uh uh products is not necessarily the the word i would use uh, uh machines essentially that uh, anywhere from like from like work like labor type of machines to machines of war in fact mechfall is most known for creating uh, uh essentially think like hulkbuster style uh mech suits for warfare which is i mean warfare is sort of a big thing in iwi so um yeah, this is a very well sort of densely populated mostly by gnomes and uh dwarves but you also see uh there are also several different uh other races that are there including half some halflings some tabaxi elves like this is this is like a uh sort of like a, a tokyo sort of spot you guys are coming in from the southeastern side so you'd be coming in towards uh, and i have the map in the uh chat for you it's pinned as well um coming in sort of along the edge of the uh western side near the dock ward and the knight's fair district uh, 
landing maybe a mile or so outside of the city walls, obviously not wanting to fly a emerald dragon into the city. Um, I believe you guys had also uh, had I think Sage had cast upcast invisibility in order mm-hmm. for you guys to sort of uh, leaving and flying in sort of to mask yourselves as you are making your way into civilization yeah. again. Yep, that sounds about Sage's MO. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as you land, uh, like I said, you are maybe about 100 yards off the beaten path of the main road and maybe about a mile out from the city. Uh, sort of come into a clearing, drop down. Um, uh, what would you guys like to do? Uh, where in the city is the um, place that we're going to? Uh, the spot, the uh, spot that you're looking for, the Twisted Antler, mm-hmm. is in the is in the Scholar's Ward. So it's uh, across the city from where you are landing. So you are landing closer to like where the Knights Fair District and the the closest stock ward to the west is. Scholars Ward is sort of in the northeastern part of the gotcha. city. Yeah, I see it. And I'm assuming, are those rivers or are those main roads? Those are main the roads. There are actually no rivers sort of going out to the okay. sea from at so, least at least through the city. So we would have to go to where Hydra's district is to get in. Um. With it being the closest gate. Um, No, you're over by the Knights Fair district. So, I mean, you could come in through the Knights Fair and go through the city if you like. Uh, You could come in. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Sorry. I always get east and west mixed up. Don't mind me. No worries. (laughs) I was thinking we were coming by Dog Ward. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There are several Dock Wards. So don't worry about that. Um, But yeah. So you would be on the left side of the gotcha. Knights Fair District. Gotcha, gotcha. So what I'm thinking is we might need like a little bit of a cover story or just like a little tidbit information so it's not like, you know, a dragonborn or a tabaxi and a halfling, you know. Walking to a bar, I know that's what you're all thinking. Haha, <laughs> uh-huh, very funny. Um, I guess... We might as well go to the. Dang it! What is the um, <laughs> what is the bar called again? The pointed. Uh, uh, the twisted antler. Twisted the antler. twisted antler, and the password is um. Don't tell me dwarven. No elvish rum. Cool. cool. A, a five I, point five point buck uh, elvish rum. Because uh, the point point system is on is it's the whole dear motif. Cool. Cool. Right, but we don't make it through those gates. What time of day is it, by the way? I'd say probably it's getting towards evening. You guys left in the morning from, uh, uh, if I remember correctly, NC, um, and flew through the day. It's getting close to uh, dusk, but not quite dusk. So probably like you're in the fall, sort of like the fall season at this point. So you're looking at like, four or five in the afternoon. 
And uh, I don't know if we can see from this distance or if we seen from above if the gates were still open or were they shut for the... Oh, yes. Uh, you all would know, uh, especially Ty and uh, Bosco would know that Mechfall is like essentially like new york city or chicago like okay. this is, it's awake at all is, times this is a trade gotcha. city like this is gotcha. they are always working and you know especially bosco you know about gnomes gnomes are fucking they they go hard so <laughs> they like, go hard <laughs> they go hard so it's like work hard all day party hard all night pass out for several hours wake up and do it all over again. <laughs> okay right so so it won't be it wouldn't be too it wouldn't be weird the time of day that we're coming in from Not the outside. Okay. Well, I see y'all want to just wing it and walk right in front in the front gates. Well, what did you have in mind for a cover story? Well, I mean, well, he kind of like uh, straightens his uh, cloak and his armor a little bit from the flight and having been ruffled. He's like, well, I'm thinking we can maybe pose as merchants. Well, I do have a disguise kit. And we would be... Yeah, just make ourselves look a little bit fancier, you know, just merchant, you know. So it's not just like, oh, what are you three doing? And it's like, oh, just visiting. Okay, and so I'm... what is the product that we're selling? Maybe we're... <sighs> I don't think this far ahead. Ty looks around to see uh, <laughs> a cat on the screen instantly brain. <laughs> my brain goes <laughs> numb. Uh, Ty um, looks around to see if there's anything like flowers or I don't know. Yeah, there's some wildflowers here. It's mostly it's sort of like um, think of it. This is almost sort of like uh Norway, Iceland sort of okay. uh, deal. So it's like a lot more uh, stone, mountain, uh, evergreen type stuff. Uh, there are, Ooh. like I said, there definitely are flowers, but it is not like, it's not like uh, okay wise, Hol- right? It's not like Holland where there's just like fields of flowers. Gotcha. So uh, Ty looks around, gathers as many of the flowers as he can, and um, he looks for like any types of weeds and uh, pine as well and says, ah, it, he takes out some of his disguise tools and starts making ti- like a tiny bag um, and puts some of the flowers in it. He's like, tea. Oh, tea. Perfect. I love me some good tea, especially when it's got like a shot or two without rum in there. Oh. It really, it really brings out the greenness of the leaves, I'm telling you. Yes, indeed. Uh, hot toddies are pretty good. Uh, just for shits and gigs, roll me a uh, roll me an intelligence check with uh, with your proficiency bonus because you are proficient with the disguise kit. Oh, okay, got you. I was like, oh god, he's only average intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was bad. Um. It was just a thing. You said... Intelligence plus your proficiency bonus. Which should be four. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's... uh, Twelve. That's twelve. 
I mean, it doesn't look bad. It looks pretty average. It's not like, oh my god, this is gorgeous. This is totally gonna, like, everyone's gonna be swooning over it. But, like, it definitely doesn't look like it's, like, you just threw together a bunch of shit and, like, look, it's I mean, a tea the, bag. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna be talking to guards. I mean, what are the chances that they're gonna be, like, tea snobs? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All we have to do <laughs> Fingers is... Fingers crossed. <laughs> all, that, all we have to do is be our fabulous selves and <laughs> walk... I mean, look at me. We, they won't even be paying attention to you today. This, uh, well, we look fine. We don't even have to change. Like we're so in my mind, outside of uh, outside of the game, I'm like, yo, we're circus performers. We are a little bit like bougie. Bougie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we we're probably going to stand out just because like our posture and uh, like the garments that we're wearing. I know Ty's wearing some funky pants. So Ty, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ty is not. <laughs> Ty likes attention. So, um, yeah, you know, tea, you know, he makes a little a little catnip tea for himself. <laughs> and uh, maybe it can even uh, soothe the guards if we have to give them a sample and, uh, you know. <laughs> maybe. Uh, out of curiosity, Sage, as you take your dragonborn form, what does what does that look like? That is a good question. Um, honestly, very average-looking dragon-looking emerald dragonborn. Uh, his clothes are kind of uh, like the opposite of standing out. Like he's he's dressed to blend in when he's in dragonborn form because he doesn't really like being. St- drawing attention to himself when he's uh people watching Ooh, nondescript i dig it mm-hmm. all right continue on sorry i just was curious i was like i know what ty looks like and i know what bosco looks like but we just have a very vague oh, yeah. idea of what what stage looks like until now so sweetness continue do you guys gonna- Heading towards the the gates. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So it takes you maybe like twenty minutes, half an hour, to sort of like make your way through the forest to the main road and and get up to the gates. Um, these are like stone and steel uh, walls, um, and you can see the sort of clockwork mechanisms where the gates are almost automatic to get in. So like the gates aren't closed, but you can see all of the cogs. And some of the uh, crystals that are used to sort of power the mechanisms that move everything. Uh, and at the gate, uh, still, like I said, it's maybe about 5.30 at this point. It's starting to get a little less light, but there's still a decent amount of time, uh, daylight there. Uh, you get to the guard station, uh, and it is two dwarves that are standing there one has a full head of hair and is clean shaven the other is bald and has a full beard what can we do for you <clears throat> says the bearded one uh hey <laughs> hey we're tea sellers <laughs> Well, that's very nice, says the one with the hair. Okay. Where are you heading to, says the beard. Uh, I think, Bosco, you remember where, right? Yeah, it's, uh, uh, 
something to do with with antlers. There's a it's a it's a place to get some drinks. You know what I'm saying? Some good drinks. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the five point antler. Something like that, maybe. I'm not quite sure what you're referring to. I don't. I've it's never a, heard of anything. Oh, like it's that. uh, <laughs> you know what? It's one of the taverns inside. Ah, uh, for the life of me, I'm not from around here. We're just looking to get off our feet. We've been walking all day. Yeah. Horse fell in. We had to get rid of him. We heard about it from uh, some people down, uh, and he he points like behind him. Uh, A couple of yards back, we wanted to rest our feet. They said something about the uh, pointed. uh, I don't. I'm not even sure. You know what? It's been such a long walk. Yes, sir. He sort of looks back over at Sage. Did you say something? Very lovely customers they were. All right. What do you think? Looks over at the one with the hair. Hair sort of looks you up and down. Oh, I think they're pretty good. That's good. Sounds good. Rest your your feet, weary travelers. And they sort of like move over. Oh, thank you, Mike. Thank you. Sage just gets a bow. I gives them like a salute, salutation, whatever. Hotman. Hotman. <laughs> Hotman. 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 <laughs> yes. God damn it. <laughs> uh, if anything, this is the Earth Kingdom, son. This is definitely not Fire Nation. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> That's what Rockman, I got Rockman, the vibe, Rockman, <laughs> the vibe from. <Rockman. laughs> but I don't know why that came to mind. Uh. That's great. That's awesome. I'm here for it. <sighs> so you guys make your way into the city, and it is just as you remember. They're like this is fairly close to like what a, for lack of a better term, like what a modern city would look like. It like in the real world, like uh, as you're going in, like there are no like horse-drawn carriages there are horseless carriages that are driving people around there are uh trolley cars that are going across up above you maybe 10 to 15 feet are uh look like essentially monorails that are going throughout the city um uh, like i said mainly stone steel and glass buildings some are high rises some are more like two to three stories um, and it is just uh, a hustle and bustle of just technology and uh, lots of people living in a small area. As you enter, I believe you enter over uh, by the Knights Fair District. And as you are walking through, you pass by, um, notably, you pass by. Uh, a, a shrine to uh, a, a gnomish god uh, called uh, Gerdrel Ironhand. Uh, it's like a bronze statue. Uh, he's the god of protection and combat, sort of surrounded by a ring of columns. Um, there are several people there that are sort of paying homage to them as you pass by, heading in through uh, the city. Uh, who's leading the way? Uh, would I know which way it is? Because if so, I would be leading the way. Well, I mean, technically, both you and Bosco would know 
this particular place. So uh, it really depends on what you want. Bosco would want to hang in the back. Oh, okay. I was the way I kind of pictured it, like Bosco and I were walking the same pace, and maybe Sage is like the big tall guy behind us. <laughs> but yeah. How the tall obvious, is Sage? The obvious tourist with his head in the clouds. <laughs> yeah, you're you're That's amazed. why Bosco wants to stay behind. <laughs> I will lead it. Lead it. Roll me a survival check with advantage because you've been here before. I. Uh, but it has been a little while since you've walked through the city. I suppose my survival is pretty good. So I have 12 plus 5, so that's what? Uh, 17. That was with advantage? No. So I have 18 plus 5, that's 23. There you go. Easily cut your way through. Like it, it, It's like you were here yesterday. Uh, you sort of cut through, go past the market where there are several hawkers that you can see. There are like food carts that are around that you can grab uh, food from. Uh, you, you know your various like uh, different sort of like street foods, uh, dwarven, uh, gnomish, elvish. Um, there's even some tiefling uh, there that are there as well. Um, and uh, eventually, you make your way through uh, into the lamps ward or the lamp ward. You pass by uh, another shrine, uh, a shrine to a uh, real clever thrush which uh, is sort of like a stone lantern enshrining the ruby, uh, which is sort of like their symbol, their lord of invention. Um, Again, there are many people that are sort of there sort of making, uh, paying homage and and, uh, lending sort of sacrifice. You actually do pass by uh, an inn called the Rutting Stag, which uh, Ty would recognize as being owned by the uh, proprietor of the Twisted Antler, which is where you're heading. Uh, Make your way through the lamp ward and eventually you come across what looks like sort of like almost like an old frontier general store um, uh, made mainly out of stone. This is one of the few buildings that you've seen that actually has like timber incorporated into its building structure you can see like the stone facade but there's also like huge wooden sort of uh rafters going across steepled um roof and uh, it has a large uh sort of rack of antlers that sort of twists out and uh as you're walking it has this really cool effect how they have made it where like no matter what sort of 180 degrees around the sign you can read the name the twisted antler from whatever angle you're at hmm. interesting so i assume you guys walk in yep. uh, you walk into a a not very big store it looks closer to a general store than anything else um, you see shelves of uh, booze. You also see different uh, sort of uh, basic hunting supplies and uh, like your standard sort of general store. And there's a scruffy sort of uh, male dwarf that is uh, sort of behind the counter half-heartedly sort of like flipping through a book and sort of looks up and gives you a nod and continues on with the book. Uh-huh. 
I ask them. I say hello. Right. I'm looking for a five-point elvish rum. Sort of squints his eyes at you for a second and sort of looks past you to Sage and then Bosco. Bosco gives him a big ol. <laughs> There's a little bit of a sigh and he goes, it's going to be in the back corner, sort of like points behind him. Third shelf. You'll be able to find it. He just goes back. To I get. I goes back there. I'm sure. Uh, it is actually uh, when you get back to the shelves, the uh, Elvis rum is actually really not common. So it takes a second to like actually go through and find the right bottle. And it you find that the right bottle is actually like the label isn't facing all the way forward. It's sort of like shifted 90 degrees to the right. Okay. Uh, I turn it so that the label is facing the correct way. As you do, the shelf sort of like pushes back and hinges a little bit and a spiral staircase sort of drops from the floor and just it's it's open you can see torchlight uh going down the staircase fascinating that's what i'm talking about right now entrance with style going up Bosco makes his way down I follow. all right so as you go down the staircase, it sort of spirals a couple of times and sort of enters out into maybe a 10 to 15 foot long hallway, about six or seven feet wide. The ceiling's about 10. It's all stonework on the inside, very well made and well maintained. Um, and it opens up into a fairly large um, speakeasy. Uh, off to the right, as you're walking in, in the back corner, uh, in the back right-hand corner, you can see a long bar, like L-shaped bar, several patrons sort of sitting at the bar that mainly um, mainly sort of dressed in sort of rogues attire. Uh, you notice that pretty much everybody is sort of dressed in rogues attire. Um, all sort of keeping to themselves. There's It is very dimly lit, so you don't see a lot of what everyone is, is who is here and that sort of deal, which is sort of the idea. The idea, um, yeah. Uh, behind the bar, you see a uh, sort of shorter, slighter uh, female gnome with a high and tight sort of haircut, uh, sort of like almost Sinead O'Connor type deal. Uh, like buzz cut essentially uh, wearing uh, lots of uh, blacks and grays little accents of purple um, is sort of like behind the bar talking to people and um, Bosco as you're looking around you see a halfling um, that is uh, where are you right here there we are uh, dressed in sort of lavish sort of purples and blues and silvers that's close cut reddish hair rosy cheeks and has a, a just a ridiculous sort of like self-important smile on their face and is walking around with a, a bottle of of uh, what looks like expensive liquor boy there's my there he is there's the man all came to see the man with style What would you guys like to do? 
as you are walking into this speakeasy. You're muted. Ty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I said I was going to walk up to the bar and meet my friend. I forgot her name, so... Shava. Shava. Okay, cool. It sounds so close to uh, uh, his friend that I kind of want to give her another name. And I went with um, Tarani because I thought it was cool. Whose friend? Um, Bosco's friend. Bosco's friend. Bosco's friend is is the concierge. Is the was it the connoisseur? Yeah, connoisseur. He's got several titles. I actually have like four or five titles for him. Gotcha. I'm gonna rename. He's just that. He's that. He's that guy. He's that bougie. We love it. We love a a many named fellow. Mm, Very much so. All right. So you're gonna head over there. And then it just like runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bosco, where are you heading? <laughs> oh, you know where I'm heading. I'm heading for my friend. All right. And uh, Sage, where are you heading? Sage will go up to the bar as well. All right. So we'll start off with the bar and then we'll go over to the uh, connoisseur. So as you approach the bar, um, the gnome looks up and recognizes you and a somewhat happy to see you smile and a somewhat annoyed look on their face as you walk towards them not the annoyed look ah shit oh so now you come and come by you you just plan to not you know ever come back here ever again i'm here now aren't i and ty just like gives a nervous smile you leave without saying goodbye I, I'm not good at goodbyes. Well, you could have just said, see you soon. Uh, it's, uh, I'm just not a goodbye type of person, but aren't you glad I'm here now? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I am. And Ty depends smiles, on, hopefully. It depends on why you're here and who your friend is. Oh, that guy? Um. Yes, that guy. Sage, well, introduce yourself. Oh, um, I'm Sage. Um, we, we, we're here for the Elven Rum. <laughs> oh, found yourself another pigeon, have you? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I don't know. Uh, I don't know pi- the relationship. Pi- uh, pigeon. Pigeon would be slang. You would know would be slang for a mark or someone. Yeah, a mark. Uh, someone that you are. Someone that you are fleecing. Someone that you are stealing from. You are. You are manipulating or lying to. Like she's like, oh, so you're fu- you're you're fucking this guy over. Okay. Oh, wow. Is that what Ty did? I don't think Ty did that. No, that's what she thinks. That's what she thinks. Okay. That's what okay. she thinks because he's like, oh, we're here for the Elven Rum, and, and, he, and then she's Ty like, just what? like. Uh, Ty just has his hands up like, no, 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 no. It's not like an anime fashion. No, 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 no. It's not like that at all. It's not what it looks like, I promise. All the hand (laughs) motions. Look, he's, uh, well, Ty Ty doesn't really have friends. So he's like, uh, he's an acquaintance. We we have a mission together, okay? You you know the type of work that I do. I do, and I know who you do it for. I'm surprised that you have one of them. Hey, uh, is there a place that we can talk? Um, well, this is a speakeasy, so it's not even 
I would still want to talk in private because I'm just that paranoid. Uh, hey, uh, and he's like scratching the back of his head very nervously. Um, is there a place that we can, you know, talk more privately? Uh, not not for that reason. Um, me and my buddy. If there's a place that we can go. Why don't you pick one of the back booths? I'll be over there in a minute. Okay. Um, well, could we also get some rum as well? Oh, do you want your Elvish rum? <laughs> Whatever you recommend. And he uh, he puts... I guess he would know how much it would cost. Um, and and puts enough for the both of them on the table. And uh, Ty would know that the drinks here and whatnot are paid for with information and secrets. This is a thieves guild bar. This Got is you. where people go to trade information, trades. You know, this is this is where the thieves guild sort of like is the unofficial spot where people with alliances and people that are going into different areas will scope out or make deals or make provisions. Do you know what I mean? Like this is sort of where they do it. And she sort of organizes that for this area of, of Iwi. Got you. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure Ty, they, even though she's mad at him for leaving without saying goodbye, Ty is very like, has a lot of information and gave her a lot of information in the past and they have uh they're you know they're friends they're they're not you know they're friends first for sure mm-hmm. so um and not in a in a any type of this is a mutual friendship we help each other mm-hmm. so nice. um yeah so he uh he asks for the two rums and walks back uh, hand you rums in fancy elven glasses just to be <laughs> just, facetious. To be, just to be spiteful <laughs> just to be petty yes I love it there's your dainty elven rum call me when you want some gnomish gin and she, oh, uh, you have no gin I you're in a city of gnomes I I, I would I would very much like a glass of that as well. It sort of looks over to Ty. Does he know how much that costs? Is he willing to pay the price? Well, Ty looks over to him and he's, you know, he's like, hey, man, if you want to drink here, then you have to uh, share information. Is is that something you can do? I, I know you're a very smart dragon. Oh, oh, oh. I know many things. What kind of information would would you like? Uh, and then Ty just looks over to her. Looks at she looks at Sage and then looks back over at Ty and says, and sort of leans in and somewhat whisper, but definitely makes it known that she's talking about Sage. Did you say dragon? Yes. I don't see a dragon in front of me. I see a dragon born in front of me. So. Ty calls all dragon born dragon. Wait, what? Dragon borns. Uh, yeah, I, my bad. You know, That's just... you know what? That information alone. Yes, you can definitely have a drink. Uh, and then Ty is like... 
God damn it, I almost blew it. Like in their mind, in their mind, only Sage can hear them because I'm sure we still have that link or whatever. I'm like, oh shit, I almost blew it. <laughs> but I, you know, outside Mean Hills that uh, I definitely blew it. I'm sure she's smart enough to get this information out of us, especially when we're drunk. <laughs> she ain't stupid, that's for sure. <laughs> she runs the intelligence network for for uh, all of all of the Mechfall enclaves, so she knows exactly what the fuck's going on. Right. So, yes, she also pours you a uh, a drink uh, uh, that she calls uh, the Tinkerer's Tools and uh sort of pours in she has these cubes of ice that look like little gear mechanisms that she sort of drops in in a certain pattern pours the gin over the top puts a little bit of a a, like fruit juice and like a cherry on top and sort of slides it over to uh to sage and says enjoy i'll be over in a minute you guys head over to your Booth, I so I'm assuming that the quote elvish rum she gave us isn't actually elvish rum. Oh, it definitely is elvish rum. Hmm. Okay. Elvish rum is a thing. It's just not a normal thing. Is that something people come in and ask for specifically? Also, by the you know five point. Yeah. It's it, it's like a rare thing, so I wasn't sure if it was if that's actually what she would have given us or not. Yes, because there is an actual uh I mean because this is a, there's a lot of seafaring, uh there are sea elves and sea elves are known for making rum. Uh think like pirate pirate rum type deal, but they're few and far between. Oh, that, I missed that I misread that completely because I thought she was teasing us and put regular rum in elvish uh containers like cups to like make fun at us that we asked for something that didn't exist and just no, no, to, no. like oh, she okay. was making fun of you because you asked for something really bougie because it's <laughs> really hard to find <laughs> okay i thought she was teasing us like yeah ooh, elvish rum yeah or ooh. unicorn tears ooh, Here yeah you go. you're a fan ooh, someone's fancy now she drinks elvish rum all right so we'll smash cut over to bosco as you are uh Heading over towards uh, the connoisseur. Sort of welcome, like, hey, my friend, long time no see. Bosco! Hey, what's going on, buddy? Look at you. Yeah, yeah, hug a big pat on the back. Look at you. You're looking pretty fancy right now. Well, look at yourself. Look at yourself. I can take it on my own heart. Like that fashion sense. It's it just ever evolving. This is what we do. This is, this That's what we do. It's what you got to do, mate. It's what you got to do. So when did you get back in town? Ah, uh, well, it was a little, little bit of a rush job getting back in here, but it was probably about well, maybe this morning, you know, evening roundabouts we got here. And yeah, I just had to come see my favorite boy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm so glad that you came. You really have to try this. And he pulls up the expensive bottle of liquor and it is like tiefling fireball whiskey. Right. What's it's made in the nine hills. In the nine hills. Yes, in the city like... of Dis. Well, now I gotta try this thing. Yes, just be careful. You don't want to drink too much of it. It could burn you from the inside. 
It's made in house. <laughs> what is <do> you, <laughs> you almost had me on that one. <laughs> just take no, a sip. I'm curious. <laughs> and he kind of as, like, as, you, as, as you sip it, yeah. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> he kind of like. <clears throat> It's smooth going down, but as you sort of breathe in afterward, you get that sort of like almost from your stomach up through your throat of just like flame. And you actually see a little sort of like smoke and a little bit of flame come out of your mouth as you breathe out. Oh. Now that's something nice right there. Slow. It might burn you from your soul. See what you're talking about. The Spader's special blend. Oh. Made from a nine house, I'll bet. I'll, I'll believe you now. Oh, you would not believe the strings I had to pull in order to get this. Oh, can you imagine how much how much bore let's go for, eh? A uh, soul. Oh. Well, what's my soul? So you know, I paid. Well, I paid a, a, quite a bit of coin. Someone else sold someone's soul to get this. That's how. That, that's why you do it. <laughs> I was gonna have a little word there, you know. My Certainly not gonna sell mine. Soul and daddy, good old. <laughs> Certainly not selling mine, that's for sure. You and me both, buddy. So how you been, man? How you been? Journey to know. the nine hells. Look at that. Well, oh, I didn't go to the nine hells. It was uh, it was someone down uh, someone down in the marketplace. You know, one of my one of my special contacts. Uh, and so it gives boy. you a wink. Right. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh no. What you talking about? Oh yeah, someone, uh, someone from the Masterful Games uh, managed to get their hands from hands on it. Some from the what? Sorry, uh, Masterful Games is the name of the. You would know that is a uh, thieves guild here in Gamsby. One of the more prominent ones. Masterful Games Thieves Guild. Yep. Oh, you like the you like the voice time. Oh god, I love it. I'm, I'm, I fucking, I love it. God, it's awesome. It's <laughs> so fucking. I'm, I'm over here just like. <laughs> you know, it's just I've been walking around, you know, doing what I normally do, making, you know, getting some shakes, uh, you know, putting shakes in in places where I want to go next time, you know. Oh yeah. Um, some crazy shit happening up in uh, up in Nicaragua. <laughs> trying to stay away from that place. Oh yeah, what's going on up in there? Oh, there's uh, there's talk of uh, I don't know. There's there's a weird rumor of like war sort of happening uh, down by where the uh, uh or Samar, the the drow city that's under the mountain range up over there. Uh, there's some some talk of like uh, uh something uh something with fiends or something like that coming from the nine hells. I'm not entirely sure. Oh, yeah, I, I would I would stay clear of that place. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's rumor, <laughs> but that's also kind of where I got this and, and he sort of gestures back over to the, the fireball. Uh so I mean you know I mean, I you know, you, you get some yeah, you know, information's always best to have, you know. Oh of course, of course. Of course. What what have you been up to, Bosco? Oh man, you... anything fun oh. and exciting happening recently? Uh, you could say that. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, I did. You know? you're right. You did. You did. Well, well, you see, I got got in a spot of trouble. You know, just came in a lie low for a little bit. You know how the work goes. You know, 
you put your finger in the wrong people's assholes, they they tend to get upset about it. You know. Yeah, I tend so. to pucker up a little bit. You know, no one. Yeah, likes, yeah. No, no one, one, likes no one wants no it. One likes that. No. That's, I mean, that's, if, that's, unless that's, that's your thing. If, if that's your thing, I mean, if I'm that's not your gonna, thing. All yeah, for it. All I, I, for you. <laughs> I will certainly not king shame. This is not how we do that here, but. <laughs> Oh god! <clears throat> yeah, just get me to lie a little bit, you know. <sighs> of course, of course. <sighs> no, I so, need me uh, are you? Now. Are you still? Uh, you still with the? Uh, you know the the magical train? You know what I'm saying? Well, that's kinda, the place we don't talk about. Well, the place we don't talk about, Connor, is the the asshole whose finger was. Yeah. He, Almost sort of spits out his drink as he's taking a sip. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Scoots his ter- chair in a little bit more and leans over the table. <laughs> so you're going to tell me what happened? I mean, you don't have to give me details, but like Only if, details would be cool. Only if I can uh, make sure that doesn't pass by those lips, even for the right boyer. I'll be willing to pay it for myself. Because I might just have a little bit of information on my own. Let's see. You know what? We've been friends long enough. The information is is super good. Then, uh, you know, it might be something I need to take action on myself as opposed to sell it off. But uh, I trust you. Lay what you are comfortable with and uh, we could go from there. How about that? That sounds right for me. I was uh, paid to do a job. I am told to do a job. You know, the usual kind of thing. Steal some stuff. Be all right and fine. Came and found out that it's, what I was stealing wasn't too good. Not for you know who. So I tended to um, try and work your way out of it. And my boy uh, Ty over there. He was of the same mind. So we decided maybe we don't return. And uh, as for the information, I don't know if you've heard about this fella called uh, your constable. Ring bells. I've not heard of anyone called the constable. I have heard rumor of this this person call, they call themselves Time Warden. Time Warden? Yeah, so I'm, I'm it, it just, just just hearing. I, I've I've not met anyone like this, but well, apparently there's a plot by this constable fella. <clears throat> He's wanting to bring together all these, uh, you know, the concept of the planes of existence, right? Oh yeah, I mean, obviously I know I had to go to nine. Someone went to nine hills to get the whiskey. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, he kind of wants to bring them all together, and in oh. a literal sense, the physical sense, as in, yeah. Ooh. So if you know, if you find anything out about this constable fellow, or maybe someone who might have their fingers into it. Uh, Old, your old friend Bosco might like to know. Does Ty hear any of this? Oh no, Ty, Ty is off on uh, off at the t- This is 
this is happening while you're at the bar talking to uh to Shava. I mean, I would say you probably see Bosco talking to this flamboyantly dressed halfling. Um sort of like both of them leaning over the table, sort of talking back and forth. Probably not able to hear them though. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Is it interesting enough to make sure Elsa doesn't leave these lips or this room? Oh, I'm for sure not going to say anything about that. Because you say I'm technically supposed to be dead. Ooh. Supposed to be dead. Oh, yeah. It was that serious. That old boss guy had to go get himself killed. <clears throat> now, now my, my big question here is, what exactly would be so bad that you would have to fake your own death? Well, we you know, I don't know if you know directly, but Omar, he gets in these moods, right? I mean, he brought my, he brought Tor back. Tor paid for his freedom, you know? That's hmm. expensive. You know, you know how much, you know how much they paid to get out of, out from under the grips of Omar's? No, I don't. Fifty. Pulls out a pipe of, of uh, <coughs> pipe weed. Bosco pulls out his, own, you know, the engraved pipe. Like, hey. As as he's as he's sitting there, packing, he's like fifty. Fifty what? Jeez. Oh shit. Yeah. Where, where did he, where did he get money like that? Oh, I don't know. I was a little bit drunk to be honest when he told me. Might some friend or something not came into inheritance or something like that. I'm not entirely sure about the specifics. You know, mean specifics. Unless they affect Bosco, Bosco really don't pay attention. That makes sense. That makes sense. Here, let me light that for you. And he snaps his finger and it, the, your pipe lights. That's a fancy trick you got there. Oh, it's it's, uh, it's called prestigitation. The elves in Rift Saren, they taught me that. Oh, that's pretty impressive, mate. He lights his own pipe the same way. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like basic parlor trick stuff. Like they they that's what they teach little kids, and I look like a little kid, so I uh, I every bit of information counts, doesn't it, mate? Exactly, exactly. I mean, you can snuff a torch out with one of these things. You can uh, you can clean your like. How do you think I look so immaculate all the time? Clean. Oh, I might have to f- more have to pay a visit than mails myself. Get sounds like it might come in uh, right useful there. He he actually <laughs> takes takes his drink, pours it onto his his garments, his robes mm-hmm. onto his chest, and then does like this little sort of swirl motion, and the stain whoosh, disappears. That would look. That would work great, you know. Me, this macular gets dirty all the time. The fees I got to pay to clean my armor in more club just to look presentable. As you won't believe me. <clears throat> indeed, indeed. But yeah, almost. He he ain't gonna be pretty happy that we decided to uh, die. You still haven't told me exactly what the thing was that made you need to die. 
I mean, if you don't want to tell me, if you don't trust me, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, you're, you're sort of dancing around the, is- around the issue, and I'm not going to lie, Bosco, you're not really a good dancer. <laughs> God, I love him so much. Oh, God. My guy said stick to singing. <laughs> oh. I mean, like, you might as well just take the plunge and go two knuckles deep in this one, so you might as well, you know... <sighs> If we're keeping with the finger in the butthole analogy, I think I think that's what we're gonna go with. Oh God, um, <laughs> would that convince Bosco? <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's do rollies. Just roll me a straight d twenty. Okay. Yeah. Whoever whoever gets the higher, so if you get higher, Bos- it does not convince Bosco. Uh, if uh, the connoisseur rolls higher than maybe it mm-hmm. does. Twelve. Six. Well, you know, with something so serious that Bosco himself's got to die, uh, you never know who might be listening, even in a place like this. Especially in a place like this. Whoa. <laughs> Are you actually there? Oh, wait, is Sage in his head right now? That would be... Wait, what? Sage, no. has, telep- Sage has telepathy, so... Sage... As a <laughs> dragon, Sage has telepathy. As Sage, I'll use the Sage voice. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, no, that wasn't... That was just... Okay. <laughs> just <a> goof. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You know what? Sort of taps his nose. I see what you're saying. Your secret's safe with me. I won't. I won't say anything. I'll see what I can dig up on this. Like con- I trust on this constable fellow for you. <laughs> Remember, you gotta you gotta swallow before you breathe. It's a lot easier on your throat. <laughs> I'm not trying to make you laugh. I'm sorry. It's just my voice. God damn it. I'll stop talking. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Tiger has left the chat. No, I'm bored. I can't even. I can't even. Oh, man. All right, we'll no wonder they fucking get along. Yeah, we'll, we'll smash cut back over to Ty. And uh, Sage, sitting in one of the back booths, says uh, Shava sort of walks back, o- walks from the bar over to the booth, and oh uh, sits down. So, what was it you wanted to talk about? Um. Yeah. Well, I am in this town for now, and I. Might have some people looking for me. I don't want to bore you with uh, any of the details. Well, there's a surprise. <laughs> he smiles awkwardly. Um, so I know you have Lucy on deck, and I was wondering, just wondering if I could borrow her for a bit. And Lucy is a a boomstick, a gun. I, f- I figured you were alluding to that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so first you come with your tail between your legs, asking for elvish rum, and now you want to borrow my girlfriend. 
The room is lovely, by the way. It, it, it is rather lovely, actually. I just like to give people who like to be bougie some shit. You seem to be handling it well there. You know, I feel like I've never changed. I just accepted more parts of myself. And I... I work hard, you know? Well, acceptance is the first step to recovery. That it is. Um... Well, you know I'm good for it. You know, there was that time. When I got that information. Mm -hmm. There's been many times where you've got me information. You're going to have to be slightly more specific. Well, you remembered, Charlie. I made sure he was taken care of after that nasty argument you and him had at uh, the bar, you know. And there was that time with your sister. Uh, I definitely helped her out of that pinch, and I stole that money and gave it to you. Well, and then you helped her, her out of her britches, too. Uh, <laughs> he just smiles awkwardly. <laughs> oh, you think that I don't talk to my family? I appreciate what you did for her. Not the sister. Not the... Oh, Tiger, you messy bitch. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, he's just like taking it all in. Uh, he's uh, he's just like naming off other times where it was more sincere work and uh, less things that he had to benefit from. Um, more just uh, doing it for the sake of, you know what? I fucks with you, little badass elf. And <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a gnome, but that's gnome. okay. <laughs> That's that's on brand for you though. You you can never tell people apart. If they aren't a cat, you're not entirely sure what they are. I remember for a while you thought that Tiefling were the same as Dragonborn, sort of points over to to uh Sage. This Tinker's tools also quite lovely. Oh, it's uh invention of my own. I'm glad you enjoy it. Now, what brings you here, tall, dark, and stormy? Well, these two are this one and the other one have gotten themselves into a mess, and it was either help or worse. I'm surprised you didn't pick the worst. They caught my curiosity. Oh. I see. I see. Now, if you don't mind my asking, what did they catch it with? That's not too, too much trouble to answer. Quite, quite a romantic story of uh, escape and freedom, and hold on. I thought uh, information was worth drinks here, right? Aye. One more of these, and he points down at the glass with the. Uh, with Tinker's tools. And I will uh, 
and I will continue with the full details. Hi, okay. And you see her sort of flick her wrist and the glass sort of levitates up and goes back towards the bar. Uh, and actually, it doesn't make it all the way to the bar, but it goes on to a, a tray of a server that's sort of passing by. And the server sort of looks over and she just sort of points back over. It'll be here in a minute. Yes, the, the tale of certain people attempting world domination, others attempting world destruction, and uh, acquisition of certain powerful artifacts. She looks over at Ty. Oh. Curiosity got your cat, eh? Uh, I just kind of like pokes uh, Sage in the stomach with their elbow. Like, hey, man. Uh, yeah. Um, what I, I huh? The drinks are good. <sighs> X nay with the information, a eh? uh, well, you know. This guy, right? Uh, writers, they're just so creative with words. <laughs> Roll me a deception check. <laughs> 16 deception with plus two, so that's. Uh, 18? And you said with advantage? Uh, I did not say with advantage. Oh, 18. Let's see. So, Ed, what did you tell him? Because I actually walked away while Tommy um, does what he's doing. I was a little vague, but I said uh, somebody was seeking to destroy the world. Somebody was seeking to conquer it. And, uh, just um, artifacts. Kept... You talking about the the artifacts, man? Oh, well, just mentioned artifacts. They were very, very vague. I, yeah, very no. vague. I got it. Um, but... just so basically, I can. Basically, anybody could say that at any time, at any place, and still not be technically lying because uh, everybody's there's always somebody trying to conquer the world. What's that? I can't see. Still, I know it's tough. It's hard. 20 got you I, I all right that she's she's not buying it it's fine no, she's just like mm. <laughs> and she has terrible insight so the fact that i rolled a natural 20 is just a fluke of fucking no <laughs> she she knows ty so well to the point where they're they're friends so mm -hmm. it's not even like ty's oh, just not... a private person yeah but it's, he... not, it's not like she doesn't trust you it's more of a like Come on, you think you can really just fuck bullshit with me? Yeah, it's, it's very much why. Why did I even bother bullshitting? Um, yeah. And then Ty just like does that thing where you like kind of scratch your cheek a little bit, like very anime. Um, yeah, it's, I just I just say nothing. <laughs> mm. 
Now he's all quiet. Well, it looks like I'm going to have to keep feeding your friend drinks for more information. Ah, uh, look. Did the second one get to the table? Yes, at, the, at about at this point, the server walks by and you see her flick her hand up again and the drink sort of floats into her hand and she slides it to you. I puts his hand over the drink and slides it to him. <laughs> it oh, got no, no, like... No. You don't get to do that. He's um, telling me what I'm asking. What? Okay. It's fine. Uh, we can talk as well. Um. Uh, Yes, everything he says is true. And right now, I do need a rumor. I need a rumor that I will be in the market tomorrow shopping. Because I need these guys to come after me. Really? Yes. You want to lure, you want to lure somebody to you? Correct. I did want to, you know, you, you know, lie low for a little bit and get my bearings together because uh, you remember Omas, you remember who I work for. He's coming for me, and he's gonna he's gonna send the three, so I have to be ready. Hi, Sage. At this point, because I believe, if I remember correctly, most dragons have true sight in some way, shape, or form. I believe so. Uh, you see a small orb about the size of a grapefruit sort of sort of pop in. Ty doesn't see this, uh, neither does Shava. No one else notices this. You notice this, though, and it's just sort of hovering around Ty. Um, with my expertise in Arcana, do I know exactly what this is? Uh, yes, this is part of a scrying spell. This is... You would know that instantly. You'd see that and be like, oh no. Yep. I, I dispel magic on it. You see uh, you see Sage make a, a hand gesture and it it works. What if he thrown up gang signs? No. <laughs> Actually technically what scrying's what, like a fourth or fifth level spell? I think it's actually higher than that. I want to say scrying's like a six. Scrying. I just makes to... a funny face like what I need to roll for the spell. Uh, it is a fifth level spell unless you cast it at a higher level. How, does, ca- how does that work with the spell magic? Uh, if you cast it regularly at third, if you if it's higher than a third, you have to roll your um you roll it with your spellcasting modifier, and you have to beat uh, what would be 10 plus the spell's level. So, but if you cast it at the same level or higher, then it automatically goes away. You don't have to roll. I think I can afford to burn a fifth level, and since I already knew what the spell was, I'm assuming I would know like I should. So right I'll on. Burn a fifth. All right. Cool. Yep. So it just goes away. So they got, they still got at least a blink out of uh, the time, the little time they got there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and you would know that scrying is basically just on these subjects. So, like, they can't really see a lot of the exterior, like mm-hmm. surrounding them, but they know they have a general idea where time might be. 
Uh, I think the... I think your friends have uh, gotten a beat on you. Oh, crap. He says in his mind. We're, we're talking telepathically, right? Um... I think I would have said that one out loud, given the conversation that was in the midst. Okay. 